Innalhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ifiru Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillah falamudillala wa man yudhalil falahadiyala Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد إخوتي وأخواتي في الله my brothers sisters for the sake of Allah indeed the greatest obligation upon the Muslim amid all of those obligations that are upon him and the most pressing matter upon him from all of those matters that are pressing and crucial and compelling upon him is for him to recognize and learn the foundations and pillars of his religion those foundations and pillars upon which he builds his religion and if these pillars and foundations are sound and upright then the rest of his religion becomes sound and upright and by way of this he achieves both salvation and success in this life and in the next life. But if not, and if he builds his religion upon foundations and pillars that are incorrect or corrupt, then he achieves the opposite. The opposite to salvation and success, he achieves destruction and loss. And without doubt, the greatest foundation and the greatest pillar in Islam is that first pillar, that first pillar of Islam, that pillar which the whole of the religion returns back to, the pillar of the two testimonies, Shahadatu an la ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Testimony of the fact that nothing has a right to be worshipped in truth except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. Naam. That miftah, ikhwan, that miftah al-dukhul fi islam wa miftah al-khulud fi dar salam That key that is required to enter into Islam and that key to eternal life in dar salam yani that peaceful abode of Jannah. Two testimonies, two, two statements, two testimonies, but yet regarded as one pillar. And that is because la infikaka bainahuma. La infikaka bainahuma. There's no separating between the two, between these two testimonies. And la tatimma ula illa bil One of them isn't complete except with the other. These two testimonies, the first testimony, Shahadatu Allah ilaha illallah, that is a testification to the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
his right to tawheed his right to be singled out alone as the lord of the heavens and the earth the creator and the sustainer and the provider likewise the one who alone he alone possesses those most perfect and beautiful names and attributes and his right to worship he he alone deserves that worship in truth and a testimony likewise to the fact that all of those gods and those objects that are worshipped besides him then they are worshipped in falsehood and the second testimony the, the t- a testification to the right of Muhammad وسلم, that right to ta'a and ittiba' that right that he has to be followed as the messenger of Allah to be obeyed as the messenger of Allah and many other rights that he has upon the ummah and that this, is, this is our mawdu and our subject today ta'ala. we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he aids us in bringing across something from those rights for indeed the rights of the Rasulullah are many but we mentioned ta'ala, the greatest rights that he has upon us for indeed his rights after the rights of Allah are the greatest rights that are upon us Anas ibn Malik anhu, the Sahabi al-Jaleel he mentioned that the Rasulullah he said nafsi biyadi la yu'minu ahadukum حتى أكون أحب إلي من والدي ووالدي والناس أجمعين. Recorded by Bukhari Muslim that the Rasulullah he swore by Allah, by Him in whose hand is my soul. None of you will believe up until I am more beloved to Him than his father, his parents, and his children, and the whole of mankind. So the Rasulullah has the greatest rights after the rights of Allah. Rights that are due to him, rights that are greater than the rights of our parents. Rights of our children, the rights of anybody else. Naam. And so with this we mention something from the rights of the Rasulullah The only light ta'ala. From the first of the right, those rights, ayyul ikhwa, the first right of the Rasulullah is al-iqrar First and foremost, that is to affirm and to accept that He is the Messenger of Allah. And He is the Messenger of Allah sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. So indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentioned in Surah Al Hujarat, Muhammad Rasulullah, Walladina Ma'ah. Muhammad Rasulullah Clear statement in the book of Allah In the Quran That Muhammad is the messenger of Allah Muhammad Rasulullah He is the messenger of Allah Naam Likewise In more than one place in the Quran Allah Commands فَآمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَآمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ 
So believe in Allah and believe in His Messenger. Now, and that is likewise also when we say that the first right of the Messenger of Allah upon us, that that includes the affirmation and the belief that He was sent to all of mankind. Ya ayyuhal nas, inni rasulullahi ilaykum jami'a. Annahu mursal, ayyuhal ikhwa, mursal ila nas kafa. This is from the first of the rights of the Rasul that he was sent to the whole of mankind. And this is in opposition to those who reject the Messenger وسلم, and they reject Muhammad as being the Messenger of Allah. Whether that is from knowledge and ilm or an ghairi ilm, whether that is from knowledge that they reject or if they reject him without knowledge. And so from those who reject him or reject that he's a messenger through knowledge, the Jews and the Christians, the Yehud and Nasar, as Allah SWT, he mentions in the Quran. They recognize him just as they recognize their own sons. They recognize him from the, from the descriptions that they have written about the Rasul in their books. And elsewhere, Allah SWT, he says, those who follow the messenger, the prophet, the uh, illiterate prophet, who they, who they find written with them in the Torah and in the Injil. And so, hawla, these Jews and Christians, they reject his risala and the fact that he's a messenger through knowledge. They recognize him, they know. They know that he's the messenger of Allah. But they recognize him. They find him written in their books. So they reject him through knowledge. Or from them, those who say that he's a messenger, but he's a Nabi Arab. He's a prophet to the Arab only. But as we said, Allah SWT, he says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhannas, qul, Ya ayyuhannas, inni Rasulullah ilaykum jami'a. I am the Messenger of Allah sent to all of you. Now, all those who reject his risala, yani through the absence of knowledge, yani they reject him but without knowing, such as the atheists, the disbelievers, the people of the various religions, or even those who don't have religions. Anyone who rejects him. And that goes back to a principle which the scholars they mention. And in particular, Sheikh Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, the great scholar, he mentioned this in one of his books. A principle which is known in the Arabic language as Adam al ilm la yastalzim al ilm bil adam, which roughly translates as the absence of knowledge doesn't necessitate. Knowledge of absence. Meaning just the fact that you are unaware 
that there is a messenger doesn't mean there is no messenger. Just because you don't know doesn't mean this thing doesn't exist. This is the meaning of the principle. Couple this with the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-An'am where Allah mentions again a command to the Rasul to say to them قُلْ أُوحِيَ إِلَيَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ لِأُنذِرَكُمْ بِهِ وَمَنْ بَلَغَ Say that this Qur'an has been revealed to me that I may warn you with it وَمَنْ بَلَغَ and whosoever it reaches الشيخ صلى الله عليه وسلم he, he, he's answered on numerous occasions concerning those around us today from the disbelievers, people of atheism, people of the various other religions, those people who have no religion. Has the proof been established upon them? And the, uh, and, and the Sheikh, he would always answer with this verse. So long as they have heard that there is a Qur'an So long as they have heard that there is someone claiming to be a messenger So they have heard of Islam that there is this man called Muhammad claiming to be a messenger And that this Qur'an He claims that he, he, he has received this from Allah The proof has been established Say that, I, that, this, that this Qur'an has been revealed to me That I may warn you with it and whomsoever it reaches, meaning it reaches them that there is a messenger claiming to be sent from Allah and he has a book from Allah. And so for, for them now, when they turn away, after they know that there is there are a group of people who follow a man called Muhammad, وسلم, claims to be a prophet and a messenger, claims to have a book revealed to him. When they turn away now, this is them, them يعني, choosing to turn away and not to look into this, this man and that, which he, and that which he came with So they choose to turn away Whilst their fitrah and their natural disposition Affirms The existence of Allah subhanahu wa That he is al-qawil, aziz He's their lord, their soul, their soul, their soul lord That he is all, all capable Of sending a messenger to them And sending a book to them so this is from the first of the rights of the Rasul in opposition to those who reject the Risala of Muhammad The second right of the Messenger Muhammad is to have Iman and belief that he is Khatmun Nabiyyin and he is the seal of the Prophets. And this is a step further now. Not just that he, we affirm that he is the messenger of Allah and a prophet from the prophets of Allah, but also that he is the seal. So indeed there are those who affirm that he is the messenger of Allah, prophet sent from Allah, but they don't affirm that he's the seal. Whilst Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ أَبَا that Muhammad is not the father of any of you men. However, he is the messenger of Allah and the seal of the prophets. 
And likewise, the Rasulullah in his sunnah, he said, سَيَكُونَ فِي أُمَّةِ كَذَّابُونَ ثَلَاثُونَ They will be from my ummah, they will appear from my ummah, my nation. كَذَّابُونَ ثَلَاثُونَ 30 liars. كُلُّهُمْ يَزْعُمْ 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 أَنَّهُ نَبِي Each one of them will claim to be a prophet, will claim that he's a prophet. وَأَنَا خَاتِمُ النَّبِيِّينَ Whilst I am the seal of the prophets, لا نبي بعدي. No, there is no prophet to be sent after me. And this is in opposition to whom? Opposition to the likes of the Ahmadiyya, the Qadiyaniyya, those who follow Mirza Ghulam Ahmad al Qadiyani, who appeared in the early 1900s in India, the district of Punjab, the village Qadiyan. From his belief and from his call is that Muhammad is not the seal. He is a messenger but not the seal. But that Allah continues to send prophets in the darura, in the darura. When there's a need, Allah continues to send prophets. And he is a prophet. And he says that he is the best of the prophets. And he even says... And the Qadiyaniyya, they say, and this Mirza Ghulam, he said that his Lord speaks English. Because he speaks to him in English. And the reality is, as the scholars, they say that uh, the Qadiyaniyya and the Ahmadiyya were established by the British. Now, and also in opposition to the Jama'ah, Ummatul Islam, Nation of Islam, founded in America. Detroit, in Detroit, America, by Wallace Muhammad. He was their founder. Those who call to black supremacy, but from their beliefs, likewise, is that one of their leaders, Elijah Muhammad, that he receives revelation. So he's a prophet. He's a prophet. He receives revelation through Wallace Muhammad, through the founder. And through his station, he receives revelation. So he's a prophet. So they affirm that first haq, both of these groups, they affirm the first right, which is Muhammad is a messenger. But they don't affirm the second right, that he's the khatim and nabiyyin. He's the seal. Now, ذَلِكَ أَيُّ الْإِخْوَةِ From the rights of the Rasulullah is mahabbatu. So after affirming that he is the messenger of Allah, that he is the seal of the messengers, seal of the prophets, that this necessitates Loving him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in Surah At-Tawbah, قُلْ إِنْ كَانَ آبَاءُكُمْ وَأَبْنَاءُكُمْ وَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَأَزْوَاجِكُمْ وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ وَأَمْوَالٌ اقْتَرَفْتُمُوهَا وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا وَمَسَاكِنَ تَرْضَوْنَهَا وَمَسَاكِنَ تَرْضَوْنَهَا أَحَبَّ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِيلِهِ فَتَرَبَّسُوا حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَحْدِي الْقَوْمِ الْفَاسِقِينَ Say that if your fathers, your sons, your brothers, your wives, your tribesmen, your, kin, your, your, your kindred and the wealth that you, that you acquire and earn and that trade 
which you fear a decline in. And those dwellings that you take delight in. Those dwellings that you take delight in. If they are more beloved to you, then Allah and His Messenger were jihad in Fisabili and striving in His cause. Then wait, wait for the command of Allah, wait for the torment of Allah. Now, and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He clearly mentions here in this verse the fact that the Rasul should be loved more than these matters mentioned in this verse. And likewise, the hadith we mentioned in the beginning, the hadith of the hadith of Anas ibn Malik and likewise Abu Huraira, both of them narrate this hadith. Recorded by Al-Bukhari Muslim, the two Imams. By him in whose hand is my soul, La ahadukum, none of you will believe up until I am more beloved to him than his parents, his children, and the whole of mankind. Now, but this muhabba of the Rasulullah is tabi'ah. Tabi'ah. It follows on from the muhabba of Allah. It follows on after the, the love of Allah. And it is not equal to the love of Allah, nor does it surpass the love of Allah. As opposed to the Sufiya. As opposed to those who have gone astray in this and have gone to extreme in the love that they have for the Rasul it leads them to yani, uh, having a love which is beyond the love of Allah even with some of them as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions uh, from the people those who take andad those who take rivals with Allah those who take rivals with Allah they love them with the love that, is des- that, that Allah is deserving of. With the same love that Allah is deserving of. But as for those who believe, But as for those who believe, they, their love for Allah is more severe and greater. But you find the ghulat of the Sufiyya and the Brailwi and so on, those who we, we saw just a few weeks ago with them celebrating the birthday of the Rasulullah Seems to be the season now, it's coincided that it's the season of going to Ghulu with the Anbiya, with the Christians coming up now with Christmas. And the Sufiya and the Brailwiya we had a few weeks ago going to extreme with the Rasulullah Their love, you find with many of them, their statements and their even poetry Statements and poetry that they have concerning the Rasulullah Expressing their love But a love which entails Ghulu And even statements of Shirk and Kufr Statements you'll find that they don't even make about Allah Statements and poetry which that, that, That praise Allah for 
يعني, the many نعم that he's blessed upon us and so on You don't really even find these from them But you find them, the poetry is just full of love for the Rasulullah But a love which has led them to statements of kufr and shirk As we're going to see This ghulu in the muhabbat that they have for the Rasulullah Leads them to violating another right of the Rasulullah Which is to not exaggerate with him To not exaggerate with him Naam. However, we find that this muhabba that they have for them, it is a muhabba which is void of that which this muhabba necessitates. And that is the, the next right of the Rasulullah. The next right that follows on from that right of muhabba is. The haq of the Rasulullah of al-ittiba' Al-ittiba' Wal-iqtida'u bihi Wal-iqtida'u bihi And likewise to take him as an example To follow him To take him as an example Wal-tahakum ila sunnati And to go back to his sunnah When it comes to the various affairs Of the Muslim He judges with his sunnah Ya ayyuhalladhina As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says in the Quran Ya ayyuhalladhina Amanu Ati'ullahu Wa ati'u rasul Wa ulul amri minkum All you who believe Obey Allah And obey the messenger And those In authority over you Fa'in tanaza'atum Fi shayin Faradduhu ila Allahi Wa rasul In kuntum tu'minuna Billahi wal yawmin Aakhir Fa'alaykum Fa'alaykum Wa'asam ta'wila But if you differ in anything Then take the matter Back to Allah And his messenger if indeed you truly believe in Allah on the last day. Now, كذلك, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ مَعْبَى أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ You have in the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, the best example, an exemplary example. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ Know by your Lord, Allah swears by Himself. They will not believe up until they take you as the judge in that which takes place between them. And then they find no, no qualms uh, or they find no difficulty with that which you judge with in themselves. No resistance. Where you sallimu and they submit with a full submission. And they submit with a full submission. Likewise, the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَفِلَّكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ Say, say to them, if indeed you truly love Allah, then follow me, follow me, the messenger of Allah. يُحْبِبُكُمْ Allah, Allah will love you in return and forgive you your sins. And this, as we said, follows on from that muhabba. That if you truly love the Rasul after accepting that he is the messenger of Allah, after accepting that he is the khatim al-nabiyyin, and that he is the best of the messengers, the best of the prophets, and then going on to love him, that necessitates this right here. of Ittiba' following him, taking him as an example, going back to his sunnah. This is opposition to opposition to Ahl al-Bid'ah. 
people of innovation, the people who leave aside his sunnah and go to the newly invented matters, matters that they themselves have innovated or others have innovated. Again, the Sufiya and other than them, those who have introduced matters into religion, that which is not from it. Likewise, in opposition to the Qur'aniyun, the Qur'aniyun, those who, again, they affirm those previous rights. They affirm that he's the messenger of, of Allah. But they say when it comes to the sunnah, the sunnah, going back to the, to the sunnah to use it as a judge in our matters, along with the book of Allah, they say no, we're just the Qur'an. As for the sunnah, the ahadith of the Rasulullah then there are authentic ahadith and there are weak ahadith. So we just take the Qur'an. These are known as, as the Qur'aniyun. But the messenger of Allah, he said, Indeed, I have been given the Quran and similar to it. His Sunnah. And it is Mustahil. Mahal. It is, it is impossible that a person he fulfills and carries out many of the commands in the Quran without the Sunnah. The Salah itself, just the Salah. Knowing how to perform the salah, knowing the, the exact times of the salah of each prayer when they enter, the time for each prayer, how many units are prayed, are prayed within these prayers. Likewise, the zakat, the detail of the zakat, the detail matters of the zakat on the various matters, on the various uh, things that we pay, we, we, we give zakat on. Likewise, same with the psalm, same with the hajj. The manasik of hajj, the rituals of hajj, the details of those rituals. We cannot suffice with the Quran when it comes to these matters. But again, this is in opposition to those who make this claim that we follow just the Quran. But then also we say, but what is preventing you then from, from accepting and following the authentic sunnah? Because you say, yes, there's authentic and there's, there's unauthentic. They're weak. Okay? We're with you on that. We, we don't say follow the weak hadith. No one says that. Except for those who, who the people of innovation and so on. But the people of sunnah, the people who give the rights to the Rasulullah we likewise, we say, those matters and those hadith and those statements which are not established upon the Rasulullah with the authentic chains of narration, we don't accept them. But what is preventing you from, from acting upon and accepting those authentic narrations? Naam. Likewise, this haq of the Rasulullah Accepting this right of the Rasulullah is in opposition to those who violate this right. Likewise, those who are the muta'assibun. Ta'assub al-madhabi. Those who stick blindly to their madhab. To their imam Those who stick blindly to their imam If the Quran And the sunnah of the Rasulullah Doesn't agree with that which their imam ruled with They put aside The Quran and the sunnah Naam However The Mahabba of the Rasulullah Should necessitate This right here and we've quoted the many evidences, and there are many other evidences. The obligation 
of accepting that which comes from the Rasul. Whatever the Rasul gives you, then take it. And whatever he forbids you from, then stay away from it. And likewise, in opposition to those also, not just this ta'asub al-madhabi, isn't just to the, to the four imams. There are those who stick to scholars and mashayikh, lesser than them, from the hizbiyun, those who form groups, stick to a certain personality, a certain individual, a certain sheikh, a certain personality. They stick to him. Even if he opposes the Quran and the Sunnah, or he opposes some of the the principles and the usul and the foundations of that are that are extracted from the book and the sunnah. Now, Imam Shafi'i he mentioned in some lines of poetry. He said, he said, تحسن إلى وأنت تظهر حبه هذا مهال في القياس بديع لو كان حبك لو كان حبك صادقا لا أطعته إن المحب لمن يحب مطيع. He said, you disobey Allah, but you make apparent and you profess that you love him. This is something which is impossible, something which is unheard of. If your love was true, then you would obey him. You would obey Allah. And likewise, you would obey the Rasul. Indeed, the muhib, the one who loves an individual, he follows that one that he loves. He's obedient to him. He's obedient to him. The, the sunnah of the Rasulullah is what we go back to. The Quran and the sunnah. We put that above all else. Now, likewise from the rights of the Rasulullah that we send the salam upon him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا As the imams, many of the imams, they mentioned that this is a matter that Allah began with himself, something that he does himself, and he, he, he mentioned himself first. Then the malaika, something that they do, so they're more about us. And salat, from Allah upon the Rasulullah is fana of Allah. Allah praising him in the Malal A'la, in the highest of, of gatherings, yani amongst the Malaika. And salat from the Malaika upon the Rasulullah is istighfar for him. And salat from us is dua for the Rasulullah. It is mentioned that the Rasulullah, when this eye was revealed, sajad. Sajjah shukr That he prostrated with the Sajjah of shukr When this verse was revealed And the Sahaba, more than one Sahabi Came to the Rasulullah and, and said Ya Rasulullah in, in hadith authentic Narrated by Bukhari and other than the Bukhari the, the Sahaba, they came and they said Ya Rasulullah Arafna kayf nusallim alayk That we know And you've taught, you, you have taught us how to send the salam upon you. And that is when you taught us to say At-tahiyyat lillahi salawat in the salah, in the tashahud, At-tahiyyat lillahi salawat wa tayyibat. As-salamu alayka ayyuhal nabi. When he was alive and the sahaba, when he passed away, then they would say As-salamu ala nabi. So we know how to do that. 
ولكن كيف نصلي عليك however how do we send the salat upon you so then the rasul he said qulu allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad kama salaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim the dua or the salat al ibrahimiyya that we say after the tahiyyat in the salat and so this is the right of the rasul upon us and this is in the salat that which you heard is in the salat in the tashahud al akhir a pillar from the pillars of the salah A pillar If you don't come with it, your prayer is incorrect You have to come with that pillar You can't even If you, if you forgot it, you can't make the sujood sahwa for it And suffice, you have to come back and do it again You have to do it A pillar from the pillars of the salah This is in the salah, this is the hukam of the salah salam In the salah But how about outside of the salah? And he said in the salah salam upon the salam Outside of the salah What's the hukam? Of that, many of us, when we began to practice, and, and again, many of us coming from those backgrounds where we maybe uh, had an upbringing uh, amongst the Sufiya and Ahlul Bid'ah and so on, we would see that every time the Rasul his name would, would be mentioned, they would say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But then when we begin to practice, we, we have this mentality, as Salafi, Salafi, you and those who stick to the Sunnah, that okay, this is something that we saw them doing. Maybe this is exaggeration with him, so we don't. Yani, most of the things that they do seems to be innovation, so we're going to stay away from this also. But have we actually looked into it? What is the hukum? What, what have the scholars of Islam said about this? What's the ruling of the of, of sending salat and salam upon the Rasulullah whenever his name is mentioned? Naam? Any, any, uh, anyone know the ruling? Wajib? To say it? Whenever. Huh? Wajib? Uh, Ibn Hajar, he mentions that there are. Naam. Muflis, naam. The ayah that we mentioned. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي نعم سلمت سيما there are actually يعني a number of positions a number of positions ابن حجر he mentions he brings up to ten positions but he includes from those positions يعني statements which يعني connected to the salah that is within the salah so some of them say that yes it's obligatory in the salah but we covered that yes it's obligatory in the salah but from them, those who said that the sending salam as salam upon the Rasulullah is, يعني, um, it's mustahab. Some of them said it's mustahab. Some of them said that it's obligatory one time in a person's life. <coughs> it's obligatory one time in, in a person's life. This is another statement, another position. From them, those who said that, يعني, it is that we make ikthar of it. We make ikthar of the Salat al-Salam from the Rasulullah Sallam Bidun taqeed Bi'adad Without Mentions tying that to a specific number That we just say plentifully Some of them said this Some of them said that it's It's, it's obligatory when you make dua That whenever you make dua You have to send Salat al-Salam from the Rasulullah Sallam 
So these are some of the various positions. Some of them said that it's obligatory one time in a majlis well, some of them said it's obligatory one time So in this gathering we mentioned the name Muhammad Sallallahu That you have to say it at least one time Even if thereafter you don't say it again Even if his name وسلم, Continues to uh, reoccur But then From them those who said As the brothers The ikhwa they said Wajib Every time Wajib Every time that the Rasulullah His name is mentioned Wajib to send the salat salam Upon him Proofs for this, as the brother he mentioned, the muflis. And in fact, you heard the hadith, the translation of it is that the one who is bankrupt is the one that whoever uh, I am mentioned in his presence and he doesn't send the salat and salam upon me. But the hadith um, wherein Jibreel came to the Rasulullah and this is the hadith which is recorded by Imam Bukhari in his Adab al Mufrad. Imam Tirmidhi, Imam Ahmad, likewise Ibn Habban, Al Hakim, uh, Ibn Khuzayma, many of the Imma record this hadith. Ibn Khuzayma, uh, Ibn Al-Hakim in his Mustadraq and this kitab of Al-Hakim is a book where he uh, attempted to gather the various ahadith which Al-Bukhari, Imam Al-Bukhari, Imam Muslim did not extract but uh, as authentic as the narrations that they extracted within their own books meaning that meet the conditions of, the, of, of these Imams for a hadith to be authentic and so he mentioned that it is, it is, it is a is sahih al-isnad, the, is, the chain of narration is authentic, but they didn't record it, al-Bukhari Muslim, because they didn't intend, their, their intention wasn't to record every single ahadith that is authentic. Now, they wanted to make a concise collection of authentic ahadith. And Imam Bukhari, he had, he had 200,000 ahadith. He said he memorized 200, uh, he had 100,000 authentic ahadith and 200,000 weak ahadith. But in his Sahih, he only brings how many ahadith? Around 7,000 now. And also the proof is that Imam Tirmidhi would, because Imam Tirmidhi was from the students of Imam Bukhari, he would go to him and ask him about a certain chain of narration. Uh, hadith with its chain and Bukhari would say yes it's authentic but Ibn Bukhari himself never brought it in his, in his Sahih because he named his, his kitab Al-Jam' Al-Mukhtasar it's a Mukhtasar it's a concise one he didn't intend to bring everything now so Al-Hakim he says that it, was authentic, it is authentic upon the conditions of Bukhari Muslim and Imam Al-Dahbi agreed uh, with him on that and likewise uh, Sheikh Al-Albani he declared it authentic in the uh, Sahih of Adul Mufrad, Sahih Tirmidhi, and likewise Sahih Targhib. The hadith, a tremendous hadith, Ayyukhwa, were in uh, Abu Huraira and other than Abu Huraira, Anas ibn Malik uh, and Jabir, anhuma, they um, narrate that the Rasulullah sat the member. He ascended the member, Fakal Amin, Amin, Amin. And he said Amin three times. And then uh, they said, Ya Rasulullah, innaka hina sa'id al-member qulta ameen, ameen, ameen. You said ameen three times. So then the Rasulullah said, he said, inna Jibreel atani. Jibreel came to me. It's a somewhat lengthy hadith, but we'll come to the point. From those three things is Jibreel alayhi salam, he said that man dhukirta, man dhukirta indahu. Walam yusalli alayk. The one who in whose presence you are mentioned, 
but he doesn't send the salat upon you. Famat, wamat, So this is Jibril now making this du'a. The one who, who in whom, in whose presence you are mentioned, but yet he doesn't send the salat upon you, and then he dies. So he enters the fire. The reason why the scholars have mentioned that these three things that are mentioned in this hadith, these three du'as, is because they're all deeds which are easy, very easy to acquire good deeds. And because we know, the Prophet said, Man salla alayya wahida, sallallahu alayhi biha, ashara. Whoever sends one salam upon me, then Allah sends ten upon him. And in one narration, that Allah wipes away ten khati'ah, uh, ten uh, sins, and he raises for him ten levels. Very easy to get these good deeds. But whoever doesn't take advantage of that, because the Rasulullah is mentioned in his presence, but he doesn't do it. And so, due to that, he doesn't acquire those easy rewards. He enters, he dies, enters the fire. So, Jibril, he said, Allah. May Allah cause him to be distant. Distant from his mercy. Qul amin. Then Jibril, he commanded him, he said, Say amin to my dua, yani. And so, amin. And so I said, amin. And so here is a clear proof as the Mishak they mentioned, such so as Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Baz, rahimahullah, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Salih al Uthameen, rahimahullah. Likewise, they said, wajib. Every time the Rasulullah is mentioned, wajib to send the salam upon him. Even in the Jum'ah khutbah. This is an exception now to the rule, general rule of not speaking in the khutbah. Even within the khutbah, when the khatib he says, he mentions the name of the Rasulullah, then to yourself. And with a light voice, not that you say it out loud. But this is not something that we, we look at the Sufi and say this is something they do. Something they do and we shouldn't do it. La. We love the Rasulullah more than them. More than Ahl Bidah. We send the Salat upon him without a doubt. And Sheikh Ibn Thameen, he added and he said, he said, and so whoever, when the Rasulullah, his name is mentioned and he doesn't send the Salat upon him, then it is his mustahiq. He is deserving of this du'a being made against him. Now, and so this ayyul ikhwa is uh, from the rights of the Rasul Kadalik al muhabba having love for the al of the Rasul and his sahaba, having love for the, fa- the family of the Rasul the believers from the family of the Rasul and likewise the Sahaba السابقون الأولون من المحاجرين والأنصار والذين تبعوهم بإحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعد لهم جنات تجري تحت الأنحار خالدين فيها أبدا those who were the first and foremost to come into Islam from the muhajirin, from the migrants from Mecca to Medina والأنصار and the, the helpers in Medina those who welcomed their brothers and aided and supported their brothers. And those who follow them in their way, Allah is pleased with them, they are pleased with Him. Naam. And He has prepared for them Jannat, gardens, paradise, in which rivers flow. They will abide therein forever. But then there comes the Shia, from the Shia, the Rafa, the Shia, those who come now, and they uh, declare many of the Sahaba to be kuffar, those who left al-Islam, except for a handful of them, except for a handful of them, 
from the, 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 the Al of the Rasul from the family of the Rasul And so again, this right that we give to the Rasul is in opposition to the, to the Rafida, Shia, those who, who do not give the right to the family of the Rasul and likewise to his Sahaba. Allah has said, Khalidina fiha. Reveal this verse, verse about them. He is pleased with them. They are pleased with him. Khalidina fiha. They will, he has prepared gardens of paradise for them. They will abide therein forever. How is it possible now after Allah reveals that now they will apostate after, after the passing of the Rasulullah as the Shia they say? And likewise, the Rasulullah he said, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ لَوْ أَنْفَقَ أَحَدُكُمْ By him in, in whose hand is my soul. If one of you was to spend Spend what? Hmm? The likes of Uhud, Zahaba in gold. Ma balaga mudda ahadim. Wala nasif. He would not reach even a mudda. Mudda is basically when you put your two hands together like this. Wala nasif. And not even half of it. And not even a half, not even half of that. La tusubu ashabi. Do not abuse my companions. When my companions are mentioned, then withhold your tongues from saying a bad word about them. Many other evidences you can mention. However, this right and the affirmation of this right is in opposition to those we mentioned, like, such as the Shia, and likewise the Khawarij. The Khawarij, those who. Again, likewise, declared many of the Sahaba from the Sahaba, the best of the Sahaba, such as Uthman Ali and others, they declared them to be kuffar, declared them to be disbelievers, those who left Islam. Once having entered into Islam, they, they, they have now left. This is what they said. Now, from the rights of the Rasul, is to withhold from going to extreme with the Rasulullah Al-Ghulu to not go to extreme and exaggerate with the Rasulullah and this is in general in general going to extreme and exaggerating in the religion that is something general yani in all matters of the religion Matters of creed, matters of aqeedah, matters of worship. Ya ahlul kitab, kul ya ahlul kitab, la taghlu fi dinikum, wa la taqulu ala Allahi illa al-haq. Say, O oh, ahlul kitab, people of the book, do not exaggerate in your religion. And do not say upon Allah except for the truth. And as they say that, uh, the scholars of tafsir, they say that al-ibra bi'amum al-lafd la bi'khususi sabab. When it comes to the various verses of the Quran, the reasons why they may be revealed. Yes, this, this verse is addressing the Jews and the Christians. Ahl kitab. But what we pay attention to is not the reason it was revealed, but the general wording of the, the ayah. A prohibition of going to extreme in the religion. But what did they do? They went to extreme with Isa al Islam. Rasulullah. <laughs> Because they went to extreme. So, ex- going to extreme and exaggerating in the religion is forbidden in general. But then, when it comes to the Anbiya, the 
is likewise uh, an emphasis on that, not to exaggerate with the Anbiya of Allah. The Rasulullah he said, Iyakum wal Beware of going to exaggeration in the religion. فَإِنَّهُ أَحْلَكَ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ Indeed, that which destroyed those who came before you was going to extreme in the religion. But specifically, being that our topic is the rights of the Rasulullah and not to go to extreme with him, the Rasulullah, likewise, he said in the hadith recorded, narrated by Umar ibn Khattab, likewise recorded by Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim. That the Rasulullah he said, La tuturuni, do not exaggerate with me, Kama Atratin Nasara ibn Maryam. Do not exaggerate with me, just as the Christians did with the son of Mary. Innama ana abdu. Indeed, I am only his servant. Fakulu abdullahi wa rasulu. So say about me, the servant of Allah and his messenger. However, at the same time, the Rasulullah he said, in the hadith, in the Sahihain, likewise, You shall indeed follow the sunnah of those who came before you. Shibran bi shibr, viran bi vira. Hand span by hand span, arm span by arm span. حَتَّى لَوْ سَلَكُوا جُحْرَ Even if they were to enter a lizard's hole, then you would likewise follow them in that. قُلْنَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهُ We said, O Messenger of Allah, the Sahaba, they said, الْيَهُودُ وَالنَّصَارَى The Jews and Christians, is that who you mean? فَقَالَ فَمَنْ And so he said, then who else if not the Jews and Christians? And they occurred. What did they not? Those who went to extreme with the Rasulullah, just like the Christians went to extreme with Isa ibn Maryam And so we saw just a few weeks ago those who celebrate the birthday of the Rasulullah Those who celebrate the birthday of the Rasulullah and had it yani, stopped with just that yani, it is still no doubt that the celebrating of the, of the birthday of the Rasulullah is a bid'ah it's a, munkar, it's a great sin it's munkar it's an evil action because there is no proof in the Quran nor in the Sunnah, nor in the actions of the Sahaba, yani, uh, which justifies celebrating the birthday of the Rasulullah. But you find them following the ways of the Christians in celebrating this day. It was 600, 700 years later that the Zaydiyyah, amongst the Zaydiyyah, those who uh, introduced the celebrating of, of not just the, birth, the birthday of the Rasulullah, they began to celebrate the birthday of their kings and so on. But had he stopped with that, that is still a major sin. A major sin and uh, um, uh, evil innovation. But that alone doesn't expel them from Islam. It doesn't expel them from the fall of Islam. Unless it's coupled with major shirk and kufr in their aqidah. Which we see is something which is very common with them. Those who, once they open the door to that exaggeration, then it leads to these other more grave and serious uh, uh, any forms of exaggeration. And so from the Mayulufa, those who say that he wasn't even a man. 
that the Rasulullah wasn't a man, he wasn't a bashar, but rather he was made from the nur of Allah. He was made from the nur of Allah. So the brailwiyah, the brailwiyah, we're not talking about those who have passed, yani the, the stories of old or, or, or groups and sects of the old, they don't exist anymore. They exist right now today with us. Those who have these beliefs, their, their teachers and their founder have these beliefs. Ahmed Riza Khan Brelwi from Al Breli, which is a village in India, in the district of Uttar Pradesh. From his beliefs is that the Rasul was created from Nur. From, from, from Nur, he was created from light. And not just the light, because light has two meanings the ma'na al nur al ma'nawi and al nur al hissi. So Nur al-Hissi is the actual tangible physical light there. But then you have the Nur al-Ma'nawi, which is the metaphorical meaning. So yani the light of guidance. The light of guidance. Naam. But they say he was, he was the light Hissi. That's why they say that he, 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 he didn't have a, sh- a shadow. He didn't have a shadow. And they, use, they, they, they don't use but fabricated ahadith. They don't have any evidence for this because they oppose clearly the well, yani well-known, clear, outright, clear, outright clear verses in the Quran and the, and the evidences in the Sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions clearly in the Quran about the Anbiya in general. The Anbiya in general that they used to um, yani uh, when the when they would come to their people and the people would say that uh, uh, who is this except that he's a man just like us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions um, in surah al-anbiya the chapter of the anbiya وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا قَبَلَكَ إِلَّا رِجَالًا we do not send before you except for men who we would yani, inspire with revelation. Ask the people of knowledge, ask the scholars, those who know the books. Jews and Christians, their scholars who know the books, they will tell you this. Ask them. And we didn't make them to have bodies. That didn't eat food, meaning they ate food. Hmm? And they weren't they were not immortal. They were not immortal, they didn't live forever. Hmm? Um, as Allah SWT, he says, likewise, when the Quraysh they said, Mali had a Rasul. What is with this messenger who eats food and he walks in the marketplaces? Allah SWT, he mentions likewise within the same surah, surah Al-Furqan. We did not send before you 
except yani, from the messengers. He didn't send before you from the messengers, except that they would eat food and they would yani, walk in the marketplaces. And they were men. The people even saw them as men, made of flesh and bones. They would eat just like them. They would walk just like them. Naam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, uh, he mentions clearly in the Quran that the Rasulullah that he will die. Inna wa innahum Indeed, you will die and they shall die. And likewise, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned clearly in the Quran uh, Muhammad was no more than a messenger. Many were the messengers who passed away before him. If he, if he was to die, or be killed, will you then turn on your heels? Clear, outright evidences. Clear, outright evidences. But then on top of that, I've the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned clearly in the Quran, say to them, command to the Rasulullah to say to them, قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَنَا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُكُمْ يُوهَا إِلَيْهِ Say to them that I am only but a messenger. I am only a messenger. Uh, sorry, I am only a man. I am only a man just like you. The scholars have mentioned here, Allah used three, three forms of emphasis. Three forms of emphasis here in this verse. قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَنَا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُكُمْ Say that I am only a man just like you. إِنَّمَا is an Arabic word which they say is adatu hasr, which is a tool, Arabic word that is used to bring about the meaning of restriction. It restricts it. If that is used, then it restricts the meaning only to that. Inna ana bashar. I am only a man. So go back to the verse we mentioned, where Allah mentioned, All people of the book, do not exaggerate in your religion. Don't say upon Allah except for the truth. Inna al-Masih, Isa ibn Maryam, Rasulullah. That the, the Messiah, Isa ibn Maryam, Jesus and Mary was only, innama, only a messenger. Which means that there's no room for anything else. So, laysa ilahan, so he's not a god, wa laysa ibn Allah, nor is he the son of Allah. Likewise, the, the, the hadith we mentioned, uh, don't exaggerate with me, like the Christians exaggerated with, with ibn Maryam. I am only Indeed I am only his servant And likewise Allah says in the Quran You are only a warner Which means That's all you are You are not a lord To them You are not one who will bring them to account you are not a mujazi for them. You will not reward them. You are only a warner. That's it. Innama tujizawna ma kuntum ta'amalun. Innama, again. 
you will only be rewarded for that which you used to do. Meaning you will not be rewarded for things that you didn't do. So this is the innama in Arabic language. So this is the first emphasis, innama. Allah uses this. Second, bashar. Ana bashar. Is it required for a man to come and say, is it required for me to come and say to you, I'm a man? Can you see it? You can see it for yourself because I walk and talk, look just like you. Flesh and bones. So the fact that someone says, I'm a man, that's emphasis in themselves. Just to even say it. Because it's sufficient enough just to see it. So that's the second emphasis. The third emphasis, mithlukum. Mithlukum, just like you. So no room for any interpretation. So Allah commanded him to say this in the Quran and he used to fi'l and say it with the Sahaba. He used to say it when he forgot during one of the salawat, one of the prayers, when he, when he, um, uh, he, he, he prayed, um, uh, he increased the prayer, and, or he shortened the prayer, he shortened the prayer, and then from the Sahaba, those who said, has the prayer been shortened? And then the Rasulullah, he responded and he said, what did he say? Anyone know the hadith? Huh? Anyone know? The exact same word in the Quran. Those words in the Quran that Allah commanded him to say. Innama ana basharun mithlukum. I am only a man just like you. Ansa kama tansam. I forget just like you forget. Fa'idha nasit. So if I forget, dhakiruni. If I forget, then remind. Hmm? And so fi'l and the Rasul used to say this to the Sahaba. All of these ayyulik were clear evidences to show he's a man. However, it comes along the Sufi, there's the Sufi, and, and, and they say that he, no, no, he's not a man. You, Salafis, who claim to follow the Salaf, you say he's just a man. You don't love him. You don't love him because you don't celebrate his birthday, and also you don't love him because you say he's just a man. And so they oppose that which is clearly mentioned in the Quran. And Shaykh al he mentions, and this is why we say this is greater than the innovation of celebrating the birthday. Because if it is coupled with the, the likes of these forms or types of belief, this is kufr. It expels you outside the fall of Islam. Because you clearly, this is takdeeb of Allah. This is denying this clear statements in the book of Allah. It's like when, if, if, when Allah mentions clearly in the Quran, uh, Clear, Allah mentions that the pig has been uh, made haram upon you, the uh, dead animals uh, have, been, have been made haram upon you, and, and blood has been made haram upon you. But then someone comes along and says, no, not haram. That's kufr, clear kufr, because he's clearly denying that which Allah has said in the Quran. Same thing here, Shaykh Tamim, he says this is kufr. Because Allah has clearly established and said that he is a man. But then you come and say, no, he's not a man. He's made of light. Naam, and so, you find that they have nothing with them except for weak, fabric, in fact, fabricated. A fabricated narration that the first thing that Allah created was Muhammad and he created him from his light. As we said, that from them, those who say that he, he didn't even have, because he was made from light, he didn't have he didn't have a shadow. He didn't have a shadow. Hmm? But again, we see this clearly opposes the Quran that he, the fact that he is a bashar clearly opposes the understanding of the Sahaba because the Sahaba didn't understand him to be light the way you understand him. 
Yes, he was light. Yes, he was light. But the light, ma'nawi. Because light can come in the Quran and it can and, and it has come in the Quran with the meaning of the light of guidance. But this is their way, the way of the people of innovation. What they do is they form their beliefs first, and then they look for evidences to support their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Or they take those verses which are not so clear. <coughs> so they are those who Allah says about them in the Quran. Allah says, Who kitab? He's the one who revealed the book to you. From it are those ayat which are muhkamat, clear, decisive. Hunna, umul kitab. They are the mother of the of the book. Those the foundation, the, the, the foundations of the book, and those clear, decisive verses that we go back to. But there are others which are not so clear, not so clear. Naam. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ مَا تَشَابَهَهُمْ but as for those who have a deviation in their heart, then they, they seek out these verses, the unclear, and that's what they stick to. They don't take them back to the clear verses. And Allah has done this to test the people. Now to see who are those who have a zayg in their hearts. As for those who don't have a zayg, this is what they do. They go back to the clear verses. Clear verses tell us that he was a man, bashar, mythical. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in the Quran, قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ Nurun wa kitabun mubin. Kajakum min Allah. Nurun. There's come from uh, from Allah. There's come to you from Allah. Nur. A light. Wa kitabun mubin. Kitabun mubin is clear. That is the clear Quran. Nur here is Muhammad sallallahu alaihi As the Mufassirin have mentioned, Ibn Abbas and others, many of the Mufassirin say, yes, the Nur here is Rasulullah But Nur is of two types, as we said. The Nur. This is the Nur. Ma'nawi, light, the light of guidance, the light of guidance. However, contrast this to the saying of Allah, where Allah says, فَآمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَآمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَالنُّورِ الَّذِي أَنزَلْنَا Believe in Allah and His Messenger, وَالنُّورِ الَّذِي أَنزَلْنَا And the light which we have revealed. Okay, so believe in Allah, that's clear, believe in His Messenger. And the light which we have revealed. The light here is the Quran. The Quran. So, light has come also in description of the Quran. Light has come also in description of the Torah. Inna anzalna Torah fiha hudan wa nur biha al-nabiyun. Indeed, we revealed the Torah. In it was guidance and light. The prophets would judge with it. Naam. However, what do they have to cling on to? Except for this verse that we mentioned here, the verse that we mentioned where Allah says, min Allah nur. Where yes, in the tafsir, this is referring to the Rasulullah. But it is the nur ma'nawi. It is the nur ma'nawi, the metaphorical meaning, the light of, of guidance. Naam. But they say he was light. We see the Sahaba, he was made of light, light of Allah, the light of Allah. And because he is light, when the sun shines on light, it doesn't give off any dhil, any shadow. But yet we see the Sahaba, that they will shade the Rasulullah. They would shade him from the sun. When the Rasulullah, when the, the, the hijrah took place, 
when he came, we know the Sahaba, many of the Muhajireen, they came before. They went before the Rasul and Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr Siddiq and, and uh, the Rasul they came after. They stopped at Quba first, and then four days later, they came to Al Madin, Yathrib at the time. But the people of Medina and those who had not seen the Rasul, when they first saw them, they thought that Abu Bakr Siddiq was the Rasul. And they thought he was the Rasul. But if the Rasul was light, clear light, why would they then go to Abu Bakr Siddiq? They went to Abu Bakr Siddiq. But when they saw that he was shading with his thought, when he was, that they, 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 he was shading the Rasul, then they realized, oh, okay, hold on, he is the Messenger of Allah. Because it's not befitting that the, that the Messenger of Allah shades Abu Bakr. You see? Huh? Likewise, uh, in the hadith from Aisha, Sahih Muslim, when uh, she mentioned, فَقِدْتُ رَسُولُ That I lost the Rasul in my bed. I couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. فَلْتَمَسْتُمْ And so I searched for him, بِيَدِي, with my hand. And my hand then fell on his feet. He was in sujood. If he was light, that physical, a nur hissi, that physical light, he would light up the room. Why would she need to search and look, feel around? Hmm? Uh, and so, again, this is the ghulu uh, that these people have gone to. Some of them, they even say he's alive. And the, uh, this Ahmed Riza Khan Brelwi, he said that he is alive in his grave, a life which is better than the life of life which is just like the life of this world, but even better. But the same life, but better. Hmm? Alive in the grave. And again, they stick to nothing but, but uh, evidences which are not so clear. They don't take these evidences back to those evidences which are muhkamat. The muhkamat, we have muhkamat in the Quran and also muhkamat in the Sunnah. And likewise, the same with the mutashabiha. Uh, we have those evidences which are not so clear in the Quran, not so yani, decisive, and likewise in the Sunnah. And so they say likewise that the Rasulullah, he hears in the grave. He hears in the grave. And he responds. And so they'll stick to evidences such as the Rasulullah, where he said that when one of you gives me salam, then Allah returns my soul to me. And I return the salam. It's an authentic hadith. It's an evidence, yes. However, this is to be understood with the other evidences within the Quran and the Sunnah. Allah mentions in the Quran clearly, in وَمَا أَنْتَ بِمُسْمِعِ الْمَوْتَى مَنْ فِي الْقُبُرِ وَمَا أَنْتَ مُسْمِعٌ وَمَا أَنْتَ بِمُسْمِعٍ مَنْ فِي الْقُبُرِ وَمَا أَنْتَ بِمُسْمِعٍ مَنْ فِي الْقُبُرِ You cannot cause those uh, who are dead to hear those who are in the grave you cannot cause them to to, to hear now and likewise the other verse were um, um, another verse similar indeed you cannot cause the dead to hear so that's the general rule the principle and that which is clearly established in the Quran, the dead cannot hear. Except for if we have now an exception. Such as those in Badr when they died, when the Rasulullah he said to them, those who were in the, in the graves, and he said to them, 
um, have you found that which your Lord has promised to be true? And they said, can they hear? So they said, yes, they can hear. Just like you hear, clearly. Allah caused them to hear. And likewise, the one who, when, he's play, when the dead person when he's placed in his grave, he hears the footsteps of those who yani, were, were present. He hears their, their footsteps when they leave. This is an exception. But we go back to the clear, outright evidences. The general rule is that the dead cannot hear. And uh, the Rasulullah he said, Inna lillah malaikatan. Indeed, Allah has uh, angels, siyahin, uh, angels who travel the earth. يُبَلِّغُونِي مِنْ أُمَّتِي السلام. They convey from my ummah the salam. And yani, so it's conveyed to him. It's conveyed to him. And then he responds. Not that he hears directly. And even if, even if we were submitted to that and said he hears, where is the proof in the Quran and Sunnah to now call upon him? That is specific to now just to salam. Even if we were to say that he hears, meaning he hears... That, that hearing is specific to just when the salam is given. Understand? Doesn't mean now it's a, he hears everything, and that now we can make du'a to him and call upon him and so on. Now, uh, many other rights, but we suffice um, with that which we mentioned, or the final right, from the rights of the Rasulullah is is the prohibition of innovating into the religion and innovating into the sharia of Muhammad indeed this is from his rights because as we mentioned the right of the Rasul is that he is followed we take him as an example and we judge with his sunnah when someone innovates into the religion he has transgressed against that right and violated that right He's violated that right and he has also violated another right which is the right that we believe that the Rasulullah completed or he conveyed the Risala. Ballagh al-Risala. He conveyed the Risala. Wa adal amana. And he fulfilled that trust that was upon him. Wa akmal Allahu al-Risala. And Allah completed by way of him the Message of Islam. And that is why on that during that farewell Hajj, Yom Arafah, the Rasulullah he turned and he said to them, to the Sahaba, and with him now, he had over he had a hundred and over hundred and twenty thousand companions. Some say hundred and twenty-four thousand. But let's say go let's go with the minimum. Hundred and twenty thousand companions with him. And he said to them, Allah al Ballaqt. He said, Have I conveyed to you? And they said, Naam, yes, Allah. And then he pointed to the heavens and he looked at them and he said, Allah mashhad. Oh Allah, bear witness to, the, to what they're saying, that I have conveyed. And then Allah revealed the verse, as you all know, Al yawma akmaltu lakum dinikum. This day I've completed for you your religion, and I have perfected my favor upon you. I, this day I've perfected your religion for you and completed my favor upon you. Naam, and I've chosen Islam. And I am pleased with Islam uh, as your religion. Now, and so the so Imam Malik, he said, that whosoever now comes along and says that there is a good innovation, then he has za'am. He has claimed that, Rasul, that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam khan al-risala. 
that he was treacherous to, to the Risala, but he left something out, and there is something that yani, is, is, is good. Yes, it's innovated, new, but it's something that is good. Naam, this is also from the rights of the Rasulullah. Many other rights, as we mentioned, that you but will suffice uh, with this. Hada wa Muhammad wa ala alihi wa Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who fulfill the rights of the Rasulullah, know, recognize, learn the rights of the Rasulullah, fulfill those rights, may make us of those who are raised with the Rasulullah, those who come and drink from the hold, the, the, the river given to the Rasulullah, those who, when they drink from it, will never be thirsty again. Naam. Um, only questions related to the topic. If there's any questions outside the topic, you have Abu Tasneem. With you, the brothers can ask. What's his name? What about the Hindu regarding the elephants in the messenger? Again, yes, the scholars they mention um, uh, differences of opinion. From them, those who said yes, even in writing, you, you uh, when you're writing the name of the Rasulullah, you also write Sallallahu Alaihi Some of them even said that the the one who doesn't, he's bakhil. He is stingy. Some of them even said that he is stolen, so his hand is, his hand is to be chopped. Some of them said this now. Now, of course, when we talk about these rulings, we, uh, we all know the rulings of the punishments within Islam, the hudud. These, uh, no way do we say that these ru- rulings are to be established here in the lands of the non-Muslims. And even in the lands of the Muslims, they're to be established in the lands of the Muslims. Um, but even in the lands of the Muslims, it's not for the, the layman. It is, this is for the rulers to implement. Even the shorter in the scholars they mention, no, not to shorter. Again, bakhil, to be, this is being stingy. What's it, what, what, no doubt, ahwat and that which is more uh, cautious is to, um, to write it. Because we, we heard the evidences, in, and it's a very serious dua from Jibreel, alayhi salam. And think about this, Jibreel making the dua, the best of the angels making the dua, and the best of the anbiya, best of the anbiya, uh, make, saying ameen to that dua. So, it is better, without a doubt, that a person he writes Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Question from the email as well. How do we show our love for the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Maybe the person tuned in after <laughs> uh, we covered that, that right. But as we mentioned, yani to follow the Rasul um, to stick closely to his Sunnah and not to go beyond bounds. Uh, there's concerning a, a nice uh, uh, incident which took place in the time of the Sahaba which Sheikh Ibn Al-Thamir rahimahullah, he mentioned um, where, wherein um, he, he brought the story of the, uh, a woman who was freed she was a slave but then she was freed her name was Barira Barira but when she was a slave she was married to another slave called Mughith and this is in, in the Sahih of Imam Muslim um, but she was freed she was freed um, from being uh, a slave and she was now a free person um, however Mughith who was madly in love with her madly in love with her and when she, she, he, was, he remained a, a, a slave but she was now free and we know from the rulings of, of, of such a situation is that yani, she now has a choice to either stay with him meaning as uh, his wife or to now make the marriage null and void. Because now she's a free person and he's, st- he's still a, s- a slave. Um, but she didn't want anything to do, to do with him because she, didn't, she, she, she yani, didn't love him back the way that he loved her. And so he would 
follow her around and he would cry. And the narration mentioned that his, his beard would be filled with tears. Yeah, and due to his tears, his beard, his beard would become wet. Um, and so the Rasulullah he said to Al Abbas, he said, he said, uh, He said, Are you not amazed from the love that Mughith has for Barira? And the hatred that Barira has for Mughith. Are you not amazed by that? And then she went on to say, oh, he, 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 the Rasulullah interceded and said, Would you, take him back as your, as your husband. She said, is that a command from you, O Rasulullah? Rasul is that a command from you? Or is it yani, shafa? He said, no, I'm only interceding. Shafa, I'm just interceding. Then she said, فَلَا حَاجَةِ لِي Then I have no need for him. But look at the Sahaba. She, 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 she said, that if it's a command, I will take him back. If it's you telling me it's a command, I will take him back. But if it's just you interceding, advising, then I have no need for him. Point being here, Sheikh Ibn Thameen, rahimahullah, he said that, that al-muhabba, when you love someone, the matter isn't about you loving someone, the matter is about you being loved back. Because muhabba for someone can actually turn into punishment, as it did here for Mughith. And so that's why they say, um, meaning the affair is all about you being loved and not the fact that you love. And so when you love the Rasul, when you claim to love the Rasul, you claim to love Allah, that's just a claim. Hmm? That's just a claim. As the Rasul said, he said, Al-Bayinut Al-Muddai. The onus of proof is upon the one who makes a claim. If you claim to the, love the Rasul, claim to love Allah, then you have to bring the proof. And the proof is Al-Ittiba. As we saw from that verse, You say, if you love Allah, then follow the Rasul. And you acquire that which is greater than your action of you loving Allah, which is يُحْبِبُكُمْ Allah, That Allah loves you in return. And that is, what, that, that is the sha'n. كل sha'n is that you are loved in return. Not just that you love. Many love. And many have good intentions and so on. As uh, the Sahaba would say, كَمْ مِنْ مُرِيدٍ لَنْ يُصِيبَ How many people intend good but they never achieve it? How many people love but never, never, uh, are never loved back? Now. Final question, Ustaz. Is it allowed yeah. to ask of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Make dua to him? No. No. Not, not allowed to ask the Rasulullah This is major shirk. If a person makes dua to the Rasulullah to, to, yani, uh, makes dua for him to aid him, to support him, to, to uh, rescue him, deliver him from some uh, hardship, this is major shirk. A person is not allowed to do this. With the Rasulullah uh, yani, without a doubt, and so this rules out anybody else lesser than the Rasul So Abdul Qadir al-Jilani, any of the Imams and the Sufiya, this is, they find them going to extreme also with Abdul Qadir al-Jilani, the Brilawi and so on. They fall into this. From the Brilawi, those who say that the Rasul he, who was Sahib Kun, Sahib Kun, he is the owner of Kun. When Allah says Kun Fayakun, when he says be, and it is, the Rasul he's the owner of that. And he, he, in his hands is the treasures of the heavens and the earth. And so when they go to this ghulu, then of course they then, they then ask from him, they make dua to him. This is the major shirk. 
uh, and this is uh, not allowed now. Do you have a question, Lars? Yes, yes. Any reference to him? Any reference to him? Yes. Any reference to him? Yes. So he may be called with the name Ahmed. We say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Or uh, Nabiullah, An Nabi. If you just spice him with that. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes, the likes of the Bralawiya, Sheikh Ibn Baz, Sheikh Bameen, likewise, they say you shouldn't pray behind them because they have these major uh, uh, flaws in their aqidah. Some, as we mentioned here, clear uh, aspects of uh, major disbelief and ghulu that they they have gone to which lead to these beliefs and so on. So praying behind them, the scholars, they say say you should not pray behind them. But this doesn't mean when we clarify these matters and we say that they have these uh, grave mistakes this doesn't mean that we don't advise them but rather this is the whole point of establishing uh, lectures and reminders like this that we first and foremost ourselves can uh, yeah, educate ourselves know for ourselves the correct positions in these various matters but then thereafter that we then we can guide those around us those who are around us the, our beloved ones our f- family members our relatives relatives many of them they have these beliefs and even other than the Brawiyya, so you find because the communities are uh, yani, uh, mixed and so on, you'll find those who maybe from even Jama'at Tabligh, the Diyabandiyya, yani, as, as a Jama'ah, in general, they don't have these teach- that, that teaching there, that particular teaching, that the Rasulullah is new. They differ from the Brawiyya in this. Hmm? However, you may have those who, because they interact with them, the laymen and so on, they become affected and they have this belief. How many people do you speak to? And they, 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 if you were to ask them, Concerning the Rasulullah, was he a man? They will hesitate and say, no, no, we can't, just say, we can't say he was just a man. And they've heard from someone, yes, he's light. Yeah, so these are actual beliefs that are around in, within our communities. And so yani, we ourselves, yani, we hope that we uh, yani, learn that which, and, and, and yani, understand, memorize, inshallah, that which we've heard, and we go on to teach those around us. Now.